You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's World. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. And as always, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week so far. So today is going to be a solo episode. It won't be too long, but I wanted to just share a couple of thoughts that have been going through my mind. I woke up this morning feeling like I want to do a devotional. It's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since I've done my daily devotional. I'm not ashamed to say that we all fall, but as long as you get up, that's all that matters. I know when the pandemic first started, I feel like I was on every prayer line there was. There was just a sense of urgency to be connected because we just did not know what was going on. And, you know, we were just feeling depressed and, and all sorts of negativity and concern and worry. And so I re- I remember I got into journaling again around that time. I would journal every day. I would do my devotional every day. But as humans, as you know, the humans that we are, as things start to get better, you start to slip a little bit on, you know, the connecting tools, right? So although I was journaling to an extent, I wasn't doing it every day. And then the devotional became a little less and less. But over the last couple of weeks, I've been going through it. <laughs> As you know, I guess that's the phrase people use. I've been going through it. And you know, a lot of things were just, I don't know, I just wasn't really feeling as motivated, as excited. And I was feeling blah, you know, the dark space that we tend to go to at times. And I had actually stopped seeing my therapist for a little while, not, you know, because, you know, of anything crazy. It was just more so For me, I felt like I had reached my point with that particular therapist. I I like to seek therapy because I feel like it's a way for me to, you know, tap in and dig deeper into understanding why I am the way that I am, why I do certain things, why I might feel, you know, certain ways and maybe even communicating with maybe contentious people in my life. Just, you know, it's kind of like a life guide, right? Like a life coach. That's kind of how I see the therapist. And so this particular therapist, I mean, he was really great. And I think for the season that I had him, that was, he was important for me, for my professional development and even my personal development. I did learn a lot a lot and I did grow a lot with him. But then I got to a point where I felt like I was just having conversations with a friend, with a colleague. And so, you know, the purpose, his purpose was no longer seen, not because he's not a good therapist, but I think our journey had come to an end. And so now I am seeking a therapist for the next chapter and the next season of my life. But either way, I brought that up to say that, you know, I haven't had a therapist in in a couple of maybe like at least maybe two months now, about a month or two. So that, you know, weekly check in that weekly dialogue about life and how I'm feeling didn't necessarily have that. And then I stopped journaling for the most part. And then I wasn't doing my 
daily devotion. So I think I was just kind of just existing. I wasn't pouring into myself. And, you know, for me, I'm a Christian and I'm a follower of Jesus Christ and scripture is important for me. So it enriches me. And reading, you know, my daily devotional, that also empowers me and it also pours into me. So not engaging in, in, in activities that, you know, edified me and empowered me over the last, you know, month, month and a half really took a toll on me. Until this morning, I woke up saying, I need to read my devotional and I need to journal in my, because I have a a regular journal and I have a prayer journal and I need to journal in my prayer journal because I want to see what the scriptures of the day, you know, they are. And interestingly enough, I feel like the universe, you know, everything's in alignment today because I opened up the, the devotional and I felt, I immediately felt edified. I immediately felt empowered. I immediately felt my spirit lift because I'm like, this is exactly what I've been going through over the last couple of months. And here we have this devotional addressing the issues, worrying, fear, right? And then when I opened up the prayer journal, the two scriptures that were provided for today, both of them addressed the same theme, fear, worry, right? And so, you know, with worry and fear, this is something I think that I deal with a lot. I've always dealt with it. I am a worry wart. Sometimes I I try not I try to deny it, but I am a worry wart, right? But, um, you know, when I opened the the prayer journal, the first uh, scripture that came out talked about God's grace, right? And how God's grace is sufficient and that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And that's 2 Corinthians 12, 12, 9. And then when I got to the second page, you know, they had another scripture. And this is actually one of my favorite scriptures, Matthew 7, verse 28 through 30, that reads, um, and this is, I think, the New King James Version, but it reads, why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for, for wildflowers, he will certainly care for you. Actually, sorry, that was Matthew 6, verse 28 through 30. (laughs) I am not a Bible scholar, clearly. So the worrying trait is something I know I inherited from my dear grandmother, Frida. I know that she gave me this trait. I got this from her because she was the ultimate worry wart. And although I know deep down inside that things will always work for the good, because God has come through for me time and time again. I I am one of those individuals that could not deny, you know, that Jesus is king and that God, you know, God is who he is. I cannot deny that because I have had encounters, personal encounters with his grace and with his glory. Um, but even even with all of these examples and the fact that I know that, you know, things will work out, I'm still a worrier. <laughs> I'm still a worrier. And it's funny, you know, when I try to to jazz it up a little bit, you know, I say that I'm a person who considers alternatives and, you know, I address the what ifs and things, you know, I cover all my bases. But essentially it's worrying, no matter how sophisticated, you know, I present it. You know, my prayer for myself today is that with each passing day, I worry less and I trust 
more. And I feel like there is a freedom when you can wake up in the morning with a clear mind, right? Having no real care in the world and to be able to do the same at night when you go to sleep. I think a lot of us, especially in this season, um, need a lot of peace in our lives. COVID, Corona, the Rona has really upended our lives, right? I mean, a lot of us are still unemployed. And a lot of us are still working, thank God, but we're working in spaces that make us miserable. But because we're in a time period where work, salary, money, you know, being able to provide for oneself and family is, is in flux, like any day you can be homeless. We are forced to work in these toxic environments for the paycheck because it's like, at least it's a paycheck, right? Um, And those who are collecting unemployment, you know, are barely making it. Those who are getting the max in certain states, it's like 200, 300, 400, unless you live in Jersey. Jersey is big money over there. (laughs) But even outside of that, you know, A lot of us are living in this period of uncertainty and especially when we're talking about professional women of color. And I think on a couple episodes, I I referred to this. I mean, we we need people need to check in on us because we're used to being the alphas. Right. We're used to being women who are working, who are on the rise, who are doing what we need to do. We're used to being in control. And many of us find ourselves in helpless situations, desperate situations, you know, and it's it's demoralizing at times. And then we have our external issues, right? The family issues, the friends issues and, and, and other, you know, spouse, whatever. We have other issues that, that you know, that are, that are at play, And so, you know, our psyches are like, you know, (laughs) are under attack, I think, on a daily basis. Right. But the one thing I would say is, you know, we have to be courageous. Right. And we have to be able to look fear in the face and believe that all will be well, that the unemployment will not be for too long and that the hardship is only going to be temporary and that there are lessons in hardship. I've learned this over the years. And again, because I'm somebody who's constantly worrying, like I have to relearn this concept that there are lessons in the hardships. There are lessons in the hard times and that the tribulations and the trials, they come to make you strong. And, you know, we're not soothsayers. We're not forecasters. We don't know what our lives will be. The only thing we can trust is that God or whoever it is that you believe in or whatever that system is, for me, I will say God, because that's who, you know, rules my life, will will always have our backs and will always take care of us. And I think during this season of uncertainty and unemployment or, you know, just trying to battle toxicity at, at, at the workplace, just this time of hardship that we have to remember to stay, you know, community minded, to stay civic minded, and to understand that even in the midst of our famine, that we still have to do good for others, that we have to continue to help our fellow man. And that no, and that at the end of the day, really coming to an understanding that whatever we do for others will come back to us many times over. And that, you know, in this season, we have to 
really truly get to a point where we can submit our will you know, to God, submit our will and, and deny our, you know, deny ourselves, right? So that we can reach our full potential. I think when we're talking about worrying and we're talking about fear, a lot of times it's because, or I think maybe the entire time, it's because we are not denying ourselves and we are not falling on the sword. We are not submitting ourselves to the higher power. We are not in true belief that everything is going to work out because we still want to control the process. We still have our thumb, right? <laughs> On, I don't know. I don't know where we have our thumb, but <laughs> we still have our hands in the cookie jar. We, we're still trying to stir the pot. We don't know how to let go. And I think that that, that is what keeps a lot of us from moving forward and attaining, you know, and reaching our true potential. But that's what keeps a lot of us in fear and in worry. And so, you know, every day, like I said, like, I just pray that I can worry less and trust more because I one, want to reach that potential. I believe that there is so much more for me and that, you know, if I can just let go, I I would not have fear and worry cripple me, right? Cripple my journey. So, you know, the Rona, again, it exacerbated already crazy situations and, and already tense situations. Um, and many of us continuously operate out of fear. Tomorrow is not promised. And I think that we we can see that with everything that's been going on. Many of us have lost loved ones. We've lost parents. We've lost siblings. We've lost, you know, relatives and friends through the coronavirus. Um, and even outside of the coronavirus, tomorrow is still not promised regardless of the pandemic. It was never promised to us, right? We cannot control our fates. And we really have to get to this understanding that whatever is for you will be for you. I'm still working on accepting this concept because, you know, <laughs> even when, you know, I'm seeing things working in my favor, I still have that tendency to, you know, just, you know, be worried. Like, well, what if it doesn't fall through? And what if it or what if it doesn't work? What if it falls through? Um, what if it doesn't go through? You know, maybe there's something I still need to do. Maybe I have to do this. Maybe I have to do that. Still trying to control the process, uh, a process that I, you know, that I can't control and that I was never meant to control. Right. So I'm still working on it every single day. Um, and I know that many of you are in the same position as me. You know, we're struggling every day to 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 accept this whatever will be will be concept without trying to stick our hands in the jar and stir the pot. Um, but I urge you all to take that step back and to reevaluate your peace levels. Right. I feel like if you are high, if your peace levels are high, then you're good. But if you are rolling on empty, as I often am, <laughs> and I'm sure many of you probably are too, we have to figure out what we need to do to get to get to these optimal levels, right? Like, so for me, I realize that it is the word of God. It is reading scripture. It is doing my devotional and being like, Rita, what are you doing? You know, the word of God is here as a guide for you. Um, when you're going through those low times, when you're going through that point of uncertainty, when your confidence has been rattled because you lost your job and you don't know if you're worthy enough and it's hard and it's been months and you've been applying and nothing is working out, you know, 
the word of God is there to show you that you are not the only one who have, who's been through these trials. You know, your feet <laughs> is going through the fire, but you're not the only one that has had to walk that fiery path. Right. And I think of the story of Job when he lost everything, but even in his state, even at the worst point where he lost literally everything, he still said, God gives and God takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And it's being able, you know, it's being able to put myself in situations where I can remind myself that it's hard now, but it's going to get better. And to be honest, I've li- I've lived a harder life. Like what's going on right now is not even close to like the things that I've been through. So it's being it's it's for me going to the word, going to those devotionals and really just empowering myself and filling my cup up, right? For others it could be therapy. You know, meeting with a therapist, being um you know, I guess um re what was the word that I can use? You guys know that I'm always at a loss of words at times, but <laughs> being empowered and being, you know, reminded of who they are and being reaffirmed. There we go. Being reaffirmed or being affirmed, period. Others, it could just be, you know what, taking time and going to your safe space, going to your quiet space, lighting a candle, meditating and bringing yourself to a point of peace and maybe journaling, right? Writing things down and maybe looking to see where did we go wrong this week? Why, why was I rattled? Why am I, why is my chi off, right? So whatever it is, we need to figure out what that is. If you don't know what it is, you know, I don't know, pray about it, talk to, you know, your therapist about it, but we got to figure out what we need to do to get our peace levels to optimal levels, right? We need to figure out what we need to do so that we can move forward and see life with a renewed outlook, right? In a new lens almost, because I think right now, With the way life is going, I mean, if we really sit back and dwell and try to figure out what will this life amount to, we're going to drive our we're going to drive ourselves crazy. Right. I mean, look at what's happening with the election. Look at what's happening with the Rona. Look at what's happening with just gun violence. There's just so much negativity in this world, so much uncertainty. And if we continue to consume ourselves with it and 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 then bring it on to our own personal lives as to, you know, what, what will life be? What will I do if we keep, you know, putting ourselves in these situations where we're constantly questioning um, life and, and what it will bring, it's only going to bring us down. It's only going to make us depressed. It's only going to make us feel like we're in desperate situations. Um, and we're going to miss out on whatever the blessing is is in this storm because I do believe that in every storm there is a blessing it's hard on certain days to be positive but at the end of the day that's where we have to be like okay today is a low day and I've been saying that my friends who know me you know when they ask how I am I'm like today is a low day I'm acknowledging that and for many of them that is their cue to jump in to either affirm me reaffirm me or to just remind me that things are going to be okay to pray with me or to send me a scripture Um, but you know it's it's me acknowledging that today is a low day and now that I know and I've 
I verbalize that it's a low day, I now have to reach into my arsenal and to say, okay, on low days, what do I need to do? Do I need to start putting sticky notes all over my room with positive affirmations? So everywhere I turn, it's Rita, you're awesome. Rita, you're great. You know, don't let this get you down. Is it me going into my chat group where I know my girls are going to be supportive and have them be like, Rita, we're going to work this out. It's going to be okay. Is it going to be me pulling out my devotional and saying, you know what? I'm going to read this devotional today. I'm going to read this prayer journal today and get my, my edification from there because it's a low day. Whatever it is that we have to do, we got to do it. So that is really the episode for the day. <laughs> Next week, we're going to go back to having a guest. Um, I'm not going to ruin it to let you know, you know, to say what it is, because I want you guys to tune in. Uh, but we do have a very special guest next week. But, you know, guys, I really just um, pray that each and every one of you have a great, I can't speak today, a great rest of the week. I pray that the sun shines on your face, even where it's not sunny <laughs> there. You know, it's really sunny in NYC today, but even in the spaces where it's not sunny, I do pray that the sun shines on your face. And I, I pray that your mental states are are on on positive and not on negative but that even though it might be slipping on the negative or even if you are in a negative state right now that you understand that this too shall pass sometimes we have to go through our process sometimes we have to sit in the negative um but just know that it will pass right and that things will get better it might not be the way that you want it to happen but something is going to happen that is going to move the needle forward for you. So with that being said, everyone stay encouraged, stay blessed. And I will talk to you guys next week. It's Frida's world. Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you with future. That's classic. It's Frida's world.